0: Hello. Hello. Sorry, I have to approve it every time. So there we go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and welcome to Killer Crime and Sister Time. Um, I'm Sydney. I'm Liberty. And Liberty is at college now, you guys.
0: I know this is so crazy. Sydney made me wake up at the butt crocodon So I'm gonna wake up at the butt crocodile. Yeah, so I'm recording in like a living room right now basically
1: um I have to go to a seltzer fest at my dog's favorite dog park today um so we had to do this This is where we are you had to you had to
0: do this yeah yeah, we had to also we got off
1: track because liberty went through recruitment
0: yeah and that was really really long and terrible but Guess
1: where she ended up?
0: I'm gonna try Delta Bitches.
1: Which Yay. is my sorority in college.
0: So we so like like, sisters. <laughs> we are double sisters now. That's pretty fucking cool. Yep. It's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. initiate she... you? I don't think you can do that. I think it has to be.
1: You know, you can. We had people's moms initiate them.
0: Oh, I mean, yeah, if you want to fly all the way the fuck out here. I do. We'll see once we get closer because I don't get initiated till like October. Yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> anyway, so yeah, um, I've just been working and anxiously awaiting my bar results. Oh, I About it, I want to vomit
0: if I'm gonna. like a week and a half, right? That you find that out. Yeah, twelve days or thirteen days to so two weeks almost. Shoot. <laughs> You know, I feel that I've literally just been doing like school and work and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so there's like school and work and it's been just super busy. Um I thought I'd want to go out a lot more once I got here. I do not. I like my bed. I like working out. I like waking up early. That's valid. I feel you. It's just not really my thing, you know
1: right
0: I thought it was gonna be and I feel boring but at the same time like I'm vibing
1: yeah and it might be fun on like football weekends and stuff but
0: exactly I mean I went out Monday and Tuesday so yeah it's silly you have to but yeah yeah Yeah.
1: for the vibes,
0: yeah I couldn't go out uh Thursday night because I had rotzy the next day yeah I was rotzy it's good it's it's been busy um my squad leader was gone so he made me the squad leader for the day and that was (laughs) terrifying because i literally i'd literally been to one pt and he like had to salute people and shit and it was scary
1: (laughs) you're like i'm new i don't know what to do
0: yeah and i had to like give a report and it was terrifying (laughs) pretty goddamn scary
1: that is scary uh well um shall we begin
0: yeah we stayed with the theme of like college murders right yeah (laughs) I think that's what I'm just making sure because it's only been like a week since we talked about it
1: it has been a week since we talked about it um but yeah fitting with liberty's current life we went with college crimes yeah Um, so yeah
0: uh do you want to go first
1: yeah, I'll go first. Okay, cool. Um, okay. So I'm not hundred percent sure how to pronounce her name because it's spelled like my middle, middle name, and I pronounce it Jean. But I know that right. some people say Jean for this
0: spelling, or right. Jeannie. Um, yeah.
1: yeah. So it's either Jean or Jean Cleary. Um, and this is where the Cleary Act came from.
0: Yeah, which is That's super funny there's a mine there's a law because of my case too so
1: oh really (laughs) um so yeah I did mine on jean slash jeanne cleary um she was 19 years old when she was tragically murdered in her dorm room um yeah she was from new orleans louisiana and was originally planning on attending tulane university which is right around there Right. Um, but upon hearing of the murder of an 18-year-old um, Karen Minkin, her parents believed that Tulane would be too dangerous, um, which I only saw on one source, but Wait. she was planning on going to Tulane originally, so Wait. I feel like it kind of
0: flowed. <laughs> yeah, it could be valid. Got it.
1: Um, so they kept touring colleges, and she ended up falling in love with Lehigh University in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Um, unfortunately, in pursuit of a safe university, this is where Jan slash Jean would meet her untimely death, which is
0: super unfortunate. Sorry, don't murder me. I zoned out for like two seconds. What college does she choose instead of too late? <laughs> You're good. <laughs>
1: lehigh university in bethlehem yeah
0: got it that sounds super fucking weird (laughs) no offense to people who attend this university but full full offense okay so on april 5th
1: 1986 uh jean returned home from a party upon arriving back in her dorm room she left her door unlocked because her roommate had left her key in the room and, you know, just trying to be a good roommate and not lock her roommate out. Exactly. Um, unfortunately, that same night, Joseph hen Joseph, it's it's spelled weird. I don't, it doesn't matter. He's the killer, so he sucks. Um, <laughs> Joseph Henry, another student, gained access to um, Jean's building, Stoughton Hall. The hall had 181 reports reports of the automatic locking doors being propped open by residents, um, presumably so their friends could come in and they didn't have to remember their access key, you know? Um, and I will say as an RA, we, you know, are taught on the clear when I was an RA in undergrad, we were taught on the Clery Act and we were taught like, don't leave don't let your residents prop doors open. if you find a door propped open, you have to like get rid of the rock or whatever is blocking it because it can end like this, you know. So I
0: haven't I haven't come across any prop doors. So it's
1: probably because when RAs are on duty, they're unpropping doors.
0: Yeah, for real.
1: I really only really had this issue um when I would do rounds in Gannon Goldsworthy and um Stevens.
0: Yeah. I haven't had any arteries come in while I'm in the shower yet, so that's been nice. That's cool.
1: I hardly ever had to say anything when people were actually in there.
0: Right. Well, I also, like, I don't shower late enough because they usually do those checks at, like, 10, 11, 12, 1, 2.
1: Yeah, on the weekends, it has to be, like, within two hours of 7, within two hours of 9, and within two hours. Or no. On the weekends, it's within two hours of nine, within two hours of midnight, and within two hours of 2 a.m.
0: So. Yeah, and I'm not, I mean, whew, sorry, it is fucking early here.
1: It's 7-12, um, you guys, don't let her think, don't sorry. let her make you think it's like 5
0: a.m. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I don't ever shower that late, so I haven't been an issue. Funny story about uh I had to report something the other day. I hate being a snitch, like dead ass. Like I don't like it. But yeah. like someone like smoked in the hall. Like and you could it literally smelled like someone yeah. smoked a, a bowl. Yeah. Sorry, I always feel like people just know what I'm talking about. So well, I just wanted to make sure for, I knew
1: what you're talking about. I just wanted to make oh, okay. sure for our listeners that they knew. It's not, for... it's not legal everywhere like it is in Washington. So
0: exactly, no totally. It smelled like someone was smoking a bowl in the fucking hallway. And I was like, so I had a migraine Wednesday morning. Yeah. And it was from like, I think it just gave to myself. And so I couldn't go to. Yeah. Cause literally, okay. I told you earlier, I went out Tuesday. I didn't do anything on Tuesday. So like literally like it was, it could not have been from a hangover or anything because I was like, oh, I have PT in the morning. I can't do anything, which is fine. But then I woke up with a raging migraine, the one where you feel like your brain's rattling. Yeah. And I was just pissed off because I was super anxious because I had to miss Roxy because I couldn't move. And I did not want to, it's not like a place you can go to and be like, oh, can I just watch today? I don't feel good. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's too scary. So I just didn't go. And I was already super pissed off at myself about that. And then I walk out of my fucking room and the whole house smells like weed and I'm, I'm here for the party, but at the same time, like, don't do it in the place where I live because I fucking hate the smell, and it pissed me off literally so much, so I told my like, all right, I was like, yo, someone literally fucking hotboxed the hallway this morning, <laughs> and it made me, me want to kill someone, and she was like, oh shit, and I was like, yeah, I was like, it's literally so annoying, so sorry to snitch on you, but like, don't fucking smoke in the hall, that's also- so annoying.
1: Just a warning, it is a federal building, so weed is not allowed on campus, and the cops have to be called if they can trace the room, so you will have cops called on you, so.
0: Well, like, when we, were, when we were doing recruitment, we were getting up at, like, 5, 5.30 in the morning, and that's, like, the remnants of the night before, and some girls be like, oh, this room smells like weed every morning, so I told my RA, I was like, hey, this is the rumor. I was like, it's not a fact. I was like, I can't confirm it because I don't live on that side of the hall. But here's what some other girls were saying. But John has a girl from his school that I'm pretty sure lives in Regents. And he said it looked like she was in her dorm, just like hitting a bong. And I was like, Literally go the fuck somewhere else. We have an off campus road, literally less than point three away from our dorm. Like all you have to do is go around the corner. And there's also like a park in the middle of Greek Row. I guarantee no one would give a shit if you smoked in that park. I mean
1: campus cops or not campus, Greek row cops might. But anyway, okay, getting back to our story. I'm
0: just, <laughs> saying, I'm just saying, don't smoke in the fucking dorm. Don't say yeah, no, that. And
1: if they can trace the room, they literally have to call the cops. Like they don't have a choice. Yeah but whatever. Anyway. Um, so she leaves her door unlocked. They The hall had 181 reports of automatic locking doors being propped open. Um, after gaining access to the building, presumably through one of the unpropped doors or the propped open doors, um, right. Joseph Henry tried multiple doors, um, like resident doors, Finally finding jeans unlocked. Once inside, Henry began burglar burglarizing the room. Jean woke up in the middle of the burglary, which startled Henry. He lashed out at her with a broken beer bottle. Like, bro, you're the one who fucking broke in. Don't yeah, you don't right. lash out because someone scared you that you broke into their fucking room.
0: That's the audacity of men.
1: Yeah, you really have Was you he... really out here having the audacity.
0: Was he white? Yeah, so. God damn it, it's all explained that. Yeah. (laughs) So,
1: he lashes out at Jean. He ends up beating, cutting, raping, sodomizing, and strangling Jean to death.
0: Yeah. That's excessive. That's overkill. Someone was bottling up something.
1: Yeah. After the heinous act, Henry confessed his crime to his friends. To his friends. And I'm pretty sure they turned him in and the police subsequently arrested him.
0: As they should. God, it's one good man in this situation.
1: Yeah. And as a result of his trial, he was convicted on April 25th, 1987 and sentenced to death via the electric chair. He tried to claim alcohol as a defense, but this was rejected by the state. Um, And also voluntary intoxication is like hardly ever a defense. So,
0: well, like, you, like, try it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know because I'm underage. But like, when I see people get drunk, it's not like, I mean, they're falling all over the place. They're not attacking someone. They're not murdering like, people. Yeah,
1: and also, if you voluntarily intoxicate yourself, like,
0: what you do under those circumstances, took on the risk.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, took on the risk. So he tried to use that. It was rejected obviously. In 2002 his death sentence was thrown out um, and Henry quit appealing and accepted his life sentence. Probably because he fucking confessed. So you can't say I'm not guilty.
0: Because you are. Exactly.
1: Um, If he hadn't done this he could have been subjected to another potential death sentence though also. um, Because they threw out his original one so he could have been like he could
0: have been Try he could have been
1: it's not a trial because he's already um, been convicted. It would have just been a resentencing, I
0: believe. So, so that could have made it so he was dying earlier. Yeah. So they didn't just, want that.
1: Yeah. So he just accepted the life sentence. Yeah. Um after the murder of Jean Cleary, her parents became advocates for safer campuses and reporting campus crime statistics. This advocacy resulted in them creating a nonprofit called Security on Campus and later renamed the Cleary Center for Security on Campus. Through this organization, the Clearys lobbied Congress to implement laws requiring crime reporting for college and universities for colleges and universities who receive federal funding. The act itself wouldn't be signed until 1990 and was officially called the Gene Cleary Disclosure of Campus Safety Policy and Campus Crime Statistics Act, um, AKA the Cleary Act, which is what most right. people call that Um, If a school fails to comply, they can be fined just over $56,000 for each violation. Jesus Christ. So like if they fail to report, Each violation can be fined up to $56,000.
0: Is that why, like, every professor and like, your RA are, like, mandatory reporters and shit? Um,
1: this is really for, and I'll kind of get into it, this is really for, um, reporting, like, out, so that's, like, uh, mandatory reporters, like, reporting up, like, oh, I have to report to the police or whatever, you know? Uh, Right. But clear, the Clery Act is for reporting out so that, um, like, student potential you. students and potential parents of students know how safe the campus is. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm so their access to federal student aid can also be suspended if they fail to report properly. Um, The disclosures must be yearly and distributed on in a campus security report to current and prospective students and anyone who works on campus. Mm -hmm. The disclosures must contain crime stats for the past three years, how they plan on combating crime, and investigative procedures. Additionally, they also are required to provide a crime log and warnings to students timely warnings of crimes must be issued to students as well so on top of the yearly report it also has to be like after it happens um and honestly having gone to two universities i can say that gonzaga did this very well but wsu really didn't and i know wsu might not have had as much crime because it's kind of in the middle of nowhere right um
0: I haven't had one crime report yet. Yeah, I get but,
1: is. but GU is, like, in a city, and so I know that, like, our crime reports were often, um, you know, burglaries, but also some, like, sexual assaults, and I know WSU had sexual assaults, and I don't think I ever received um, the same email blast that GU would send out, just saying. Right. Whatever. Um, Cleary's parents said if they had been aware of these statistics um, at Lehigh University, they wouldn't have sent Jean there, um, which is super unfortunate and heartbreaking. Right. Um, If you would like to get involved in ensuring campus safety, you can visit um, ClearyCenter.org. My resources were ClearyCenter.org, Wikipedia and medium.com. So yeah.
0: That was a good story mine don't pop
1: open doors
0: yeah don't pop open doors just don't break rules like fuck you have to live here and you're living on the same floor yeah oh Oh, my god yours
1: no one should no one should feel like their dorm but um lock your doors I've even like even if it's not someone with malicious intent like one time my freshman year I was in the dorm and I left my door unlocked for my roommate and one of my drunk friends burst in I was just trying to watch Netflix and then I had to deal with a drunk ass so you know
0: <laughs> exactly door. like just lock your door no, no, not. To- <laughs> exactly so mine I guess his only real connection to college is that he's a college student but still it's pretty crazy Okay, so he also went to school in the middle of nowhere, so Twinsies. Twinsies. (laughs) Um, His name is Brandon Swanson. He was born January 30th of 1989, and he disappeared May 14th, 2008 at 19 years old. So he was studying wind turbines at Minnesota West Communication and Community and Technical College in NB, Minnesota. So this bitch was out there. He's yeah. really out there. He's really out there. So it was the end of the year because their the community college are probably on quarters, which means they're ending around Mayish. So they're having some end-of-the-year parties. He was reported to go to two different end-of-the-year parties and was seen drinking at both, but not enough to be visibly intoxicated, according to other people. So like a beer. Um, so the last party he went to was in Canby, Minnesota so he left the Canby party before midnight which was about a 30 minute drive home which they estimated to be about 40 minutes this is important so remember so 40 minutes from the party to wherever his home was I can't remember what town it was
1: Okay.
0: so right before 2am he calls his parents because he put his car into a ditch and couldn't get it out but the car wasn't damaged and he was fine. He he's reassuring his parents. He's like, yo, he was like, here is exactly where I am. Can you come find me? Right. He gave his ex- parents, he was like almost a thousand percent certain about his location. Like it was he was super flustered, and his parents said he was yelling and was like, This is where I fucking am. Like he was getting agitated. So Okay, Brandon wasn't hurt. Um, his parents were on their way and he's staying on the phone with them, besides, like, you know, because there's probably no fucking service. They said the the annual, like, the regular, like, hang ups and like callbacks and shit like that. So, Brandon thought he was near Lind, and this is what he told his parents. So, his parents headed towards Lind and he gave a detailed description of where he thought he was. And him and his parents were flashing their lights at each other, but neither ever saw each other and he was again certain of his fucking location like he was sure he's oh yelling God. at them and he goes this is where I fucking am and his parents on the phone could hear him turning his flash or his headlights on and off like he could they could hear the click and
1: flashing out. yeah
0: yeah so he was like in his parent it was it's very flat in Minnesota from what I read and like
1: it's pretty far from like, the Midwest. It kind of sucks out here, if I'm going to be honest. Anyway, continue. yeah, and
0: says <laughs> no, it like doesn't, but he's wrong. <laughs> yeah, and they were like, "Yo, like we can't see you," and Brandon was like, "Well, I can't see you either. Like, what the fuck's going on?" So he was like, "I'm, I know where I fucking am. Like, why can't you guys come find me? Like, it's not that hard." And he was certain it was like his parents' fault, and he was super pissed off. And it was like two in the morning, and so Are we all sure gave not up. drunk. Yeah, so he, nobody said he looked visibly intoxicated. So I have some paranormal theories about this. I don't know.
1: Okay. So
0: they, they all gave up, and Brandon said he was going back to walk. So he said he saw lights in the distance, which he thought was the town of Lind. Okay. Right? So he said, he said okay, fine, whatever. I'm just going to walk. Can you meet me at this bar in Lind at this parking lot? So, um his dad which we call it went back home dropped off his mom and then drove to the parking lot in wind and he was on the phone with brandon the whole time he was walking for safety purposes so they stayed on the phone while he walked until about 2 30 a.m so about 47 minutes into the call brandon interrupted himself yelled oh shit and the line went silent and that was the last thing his parents ever heard from him i know so he was silent for the rest of the call until and his dad is screaming into the phone and his dad hung up and tried to call him back he called him back about six or seven times he then went to the parking lot just to be like oh shit maybe his phone died like who knows he went to the parking lot and then at about 6 30 a.m he called his wife and was like okay we're going to the fucking police Uh so yeah um this story's not very long unfortunately but it's still it was really interesting so right at 6 30 a.m he was reported missing but the case got dismissed and her mom remembers a cop saying it's the last day of school like he's partying he has a right to go missing are you joking no yeah and so after i know after his parents are like telling them what happened and like like bitching out these fucking police officers they do an initial search of the town and the woods around the town and they had found no trace of him which they knew but they had to check anyway they got his call records finally and they found he was on highway 68 near the main route to canby it was found 25 minutes from lynn so he was nowhere near lynn like he thought he was i feel like he has to have been drunk right I don't, I don't know because I, yeah, it's possible, but at the same time, his parents said he sounded fine and everybody at the party said he was fine because he wanted to be able to drive home. So there's only two ways, two main routes home and it's the main route, which is Highway 68. And then there's some back roads from Canby back to where he was staying and the back way from Canby to Lynn or like, you know, the way you'd go to take by Lynn was longer Mm -hmm. It also only should have taken him about 40 minutes to get home. So the cops are very confused as to what took him two hours to get from Canby to where he thought he was in Lind, where still he was only about 25 minutes away from Canby when he was near uh, Highway 68. So everybody's really confused as to what took him from Midnight to two in the morning when he should have been home in about 40 minutes flat right and Nobody also how gone. he got like opposite side of where he was trying to go exactly so he's on highway 68 and he's 25 miles away from london and he was near he was more near a town called oh my god it started with a t but i don't know how to pronounce it like Teo Tum or something i don't know okay it wasn't that important so <laughs> He was the and everybody was really fucking confused too as to like why didn't he know where he was because this right. was a very familiar route because a lot of his friends lived in Canby. Like, how did he not know where he was because they are usually like really close? Like, he knew the way home,
1: yeah. And if his parents like live nearby, like clearly he's lived there for a while,
0: yeah. So he knows no. these routes, nobody knows why. One that took him two hours to get. 25 minutes away and right. two why he took or and two why like he was so lost on him where he was because if he was on the main route home that's actually even faster and it should have only taken about 35 30 minutes to get home right so why did he not call until 2:30 a.m who knows because his friends were like he didn't call any of us so like my first thought while reading this was oh, well, he called his friends first, and he felt bad waking up his parents, but he right. said he didn't, his friends were like, no, he didn't call any of us, like, mm-hmm. he would have called his parents first, because he knew everybody was drinking, right, so okay. weird, um, so they got his call records, he was on Highway 68 near the main route home, and so they found his car, everything was like he said, it was in a ditch, the back tires were propped up, so that's why he couldn't get out, and there was no damage but there was no footprints so there was no indication of which way he went
1: is it like a a paved road or is it like a dirt road
0: i'm gonna go with it's i'm just gonna go with it's probably a dirt road just to give him like a little bit of the benefit of the doubt but still they had no they had no footprints um everything had been like driven over so the dogs so he told his dad on the phone he was describing his surroundings and he was like okay I hear running water there's fences so because he said he was walking down the road and decided to cut through a field, but my question is, is that no one knows what lights he was looking at. Right because he saw lights. And he said he saw town lights because there was a theory that there was a, there was a tower with a blinking red light. And he was like, oh, maybe they saw that. But he, if he lives out there and he lives in the middle of nowhere, he knows that those are like service towers or they're the, for the farms. Like they're not for Damn. towns. And so they have no clue what lights he was walking towards and um so the, they were thinking okay let's say fuck the lights and let's go with the running water and the fences so they send him down the mud creek and the dogs got a scent and then it went through the river and it went out the other side and then it dies and yeah so the police were like okay maybe he fell into the river um but they also never ruled out foul play because like they have no evidence and. They literally, like, they did, and um, they did deeper searches, but it just went cold, and he literally disappeared into like thin air. And so, from that, um, Brandon's law became a thing. Um, so, with child investigations, it is like as soon as a child goes missing, you have to start an investigation, right? Well, that wasn't a thing with adults. So, Brandon's law has made his parents advocated for brandon's law and that has made it so when you report an adult missing an investigation has to start immediately i think that definitely should have been a law from like the beginning but right but they think that if maybe they could have found him sooner or if they would have been out there sooner something would have been different mm-hmm. so
1: they're only like theory, they never find anything found anything
0: about him literally no body nothing. nothing no no body, nothing what? They have never they found a scent and it died. They never found his body. Literally, he's still technically missing. And his parents leave their light on at night and it's super sad. I know. I know it's pretty fucking terrible. But okay. This is gonna sound so the first thing that I thought of when I heard about this was some stranger things shit. Like somehow <laughs> well, somehow he fell into like a different dimension. so he, he thinks he's where he is and he's flashing his lights at his parents and his parents are flashing his lights at him, but they're in two different dimensions. So he
1: can see them and they can see him, but,
0: or they can't see each other, but they they can't see each other, but they're in the same fucking place. The police's only theory is that he fell into the river and.
1: But if it came out, if the scent came out the other side and then died, that doesn't really make sense. And
0: the fact that his dad didn't hear running water when the call-in, like, when he hung up.
1: Right, he heard, oh shit, if, if he had heard, he would have heard splashing. Yeah. And also, you probably would have found, like, the cell phone and stuff if he had fallen
0: into the river. Exactly. They searched the whole, they searched every neighboring town. They got together within counties. and They literally could not find anything. He disappeared into thin fucking air. That is so crazy. I know. So I want to give credit to the girl. I got this idea of off TikTok. Let me find it. I liked it. I liked it. Um, Crime with Covert on TikTok. She gave me the inspiration for this because I was like, "Holy shit! Like, I need." I need to watch that. Yeah. Oh my God. I didn't know I could make you tiny in the corner. Yeah, you're (sighs) tiny.
1: Well, you're big
0: on mine, so I can like see, but yeah. Right. So there was something. So I have an article pulled up right now. There was something in it. Yeah. So basically, the police were like, he was able to tell exactly what happened and all the evidence of his car and shit pointed to that. But he literally had no clue. Where he was—that's so weird. Where didn't he? he was, but also they. This is a quote from this article. But it was obvious that he had now not been anywhere near there. So maybe he didn't. Maybe he hadn't taken this one road he was on. Like, yeah. So he thought the lights he were coming from a wrong him.
1: turn. Had never been on this
0: road before, but thought he was on the right road. Exactly. Yes. So they launched an extensive ground search. They did helicopter shit, bloodhounds and they found a scent for three miles and um when they reach a certain point their actions seemed to indicate that Brandon had entered the river the water was knee high so even if Brandon had entered the water it wouldn't necessarily mean he drowned um but like knee high you could probably
1: sit down and (laughs) it wouldn't be strong enough to carry you you know what I mean
0: but so they were like oh shit he fell into the water and drowned the area along the two mile stretch of river was searched extensively they dragged the whole thing if Brandon had drowned his body would have been washed upstream but they never found anything they and walked I, up and down I, the river for a month
1: I also, also like not only would you have found a body you would have found his things and then also his dad would have heard splashing
0: exactly phone with him the whole time cadaver dogs were brought in and they were following a scent um, the same nor they were so the bloodhounds went northeast and so the cadaver dogs also went northeast and they lost the scent and found nothing and when um, winter came they stopped they had searched 122 square miles Um, they set up leads about yeah 34 dog handlers from nine different states it was never That's nothing ever came of it. They just lost the scent at the river.
1: And I feel like if he was picked up by an animal, you'd still be able to catch the scent. You'd still no, you'd still catch the scent. Even and then if he was picked up by a human, you'd still catch the scent for at
0: least further than that, right? everything so this is one this is a uh, quote from another this article too so he was a, so he's a good student he was just completed a wind energy certificate no problems at home he'd been looking to transfer to a university in iowa to continue his studies he wasn't in any kind of legal trouble he was close to this family but here's what people think is weird the circumstances surrounding his disappearance also point away from it being a staged event purposely getting your car stuck calling your parents for help and then staying on the phone with them for nearly an hour until pretending to experience some kind of unsettling event that just is not really something he would do so nobody thinks that's what happened right okay good because i don't Uh, feel like that's what happened either exactly um he's still missing so if you have any information huh what year was this originally 2008 okay he would, oh shoot, I don't know when this article was, but um, you can still call the Lincoln County Sheriff's Office in Minnesota, uh, 1-507-694-1664, if you have any information. Um, another theory is that he was struck and killed by a car while walking and the driver hit his body. Again, uh. cadaver dogs probably would have found it. If or it was at least like tracked
1: it to the road because he they tracked it to the river.
0: Yeah. He told and this is not plausible because he told his dad he'd been cutting through fields, not walking along the road. And this is also supported by where his cell phone said he was and the path that the dogs took. So and there also would have been evidence, blood, tire marks, pieces of the vehicle, and they couldn't find it anything
1: because originally when you said like he said oh shit and then it went dead I thought he got hit by a car but then you started talking about how he was down by the river and I was like okay never mind that doesn't make sense anymore
0: you would have heard it exactly so they say foul play is possible but it's unlikely so the area was sparsely populated like the town he was near had a population of 135 and porter which was like the bigger town he was near had 175 people so like Like it (laughs) would yeah so like it would have been impossible for someone to lie like in wait because there's no way anyone would have guessed someone was going to crash their car near their town like there's 200 fucking there's 150 200 fucking people in this town like they have no fucking clue right so they think it's safe to rule out that this was a crime of opportunity um and especially since small population size, they don't think anyone saw him walking and decided to murder him. Right. So they think it was just what foul play? That's They think it's possible. It's the most likely that it was more than just it was just a tragic accident. Um, he was, it was pitch black. He couldn't see the field the road. There was no street lights, houses or businesses. He had no fucking clue where he was. He was surrounded by corn and soybean fields. And he had mentioned to his father that he could hear running water while walking. Although he didn't seem concerned about it, it's possible that he did slip into the river at some point, but it wouldn't necessarily meant that he drowned. He could have gotten up, disoriented, but alive. He may have been able to keep walking, but he would have been wet and cold and possibly died to hypothermia. And they think that he then would have been eaten by an animal once he passed. But at the same time, this is where they get really fucking confused too because if there'd been an animal attack brandon's keys phone and glasses should have been found
1: and yeah and like his clothes like shreds of his clothes
0: yeah so um you can also email at bca.coldcase at state.mn.us um he is was 19 years old he was 5'5 at the time and weighed around 125 pounds brown hair blue eyes Last seen in Canby, Minnesota, wearing a pair of blue jeans, a blue striped shirt, a black hooded sweatshirt, and a Minnesota Twins baseball cap. So he had eyeglasses with silver frame as well as a chain. So if you have any information, obviously, I'm not sure if it will. But at the same time, you never know. So might as well say something. But yeah, it's fucking, he just disappeared. Oh, he's on the phone with his dad. Oh, shit. That's the last thing he ever says to his parents. That's the last time he's ever heard from by anyone his poor dad i know literally and then the, for the police to be like oh he has a right he, this was a quote yeah. he, he has a right to be missing
1: that doesn't even fucking make sense
0: no and so if the hypotherm if the hypothermia theory rings true then they were like oh well I mean, if you you said- then we could have saved him from the hypothermia if we had and if brandon's law had already been a thing." But yeah, so, that's terrible. terrible. Very crazy because yeah you literally have no clue what the fuck happened to
1: Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. I don't like to say that it's weird that that law wasn't in place already. Like, I'm glad it, it is in place now,
0: but like, what about vulnerable adults? Like, right. But at the same time, they were also thinking about, you know, this is the first thing that came to my mind. They were thinking about people trying to escape husbands or partners and they are missing but they don't want to be known that they're missing or like people who are running away from bad situations or people who just want to leave and want a new life and they were like oh well adults can do whatever they want they'll go missing less because at the same time they didn't have this law about kids until like the 70s they didn't think kids were getting kidnapped which is why john wayne gacy went on this for kids so long. Were
1: running away
0: yeah because a lot of the people that john wayne gacy hired were troubled kids that he'd hire for his construction company I think yeah I don't know I covered it at one point but
1: (laughs) we covered a lot so it's okay
0: yeah for real I know I'm trying to like self-promote the podcast around campus like I'll hear someone say true crime I'm like oh you like true crime I have a podcast about that (laughs) (laughs) I'm like yeah I know I like asked the standards person I was like hey I have like a true crime podcast where I sometimes express some more controversial opinions. Is that going to be an issue? And she was like, No, you know, it's not an issue. I was like, Yeah, I just don't. She was like, Don't post videos of you getting blacked out. I was like, Well, that's easy. So like, <laughs> that obviously. I'll get kicked out of the military. So <laughs> <laughs> I know they, they gave us, so on Friday, so we have Rossi Monday, Wednesday, Friday, the PD, right. and fucking. They were telling us rules, and they were like, "Okay, here's your fucking safety brief. Don't drink if you're under twenty-one. If you're over twenty-one, be careful. Don't do drugs. You'll get kicked out. Don't <laughs> don't add one or subtract one to the population." And, <laughs> like, oh shit. and they were exactly. like, "There's just I know." They were like, "There's your safety meeting. Have fun." And I was like, "Oh my god, good talk." Okay, um, I was like, "Okay." <laughs> i know did you see that 60 minutes is coming oh yeah there's another thing 60 what? minutes is coming to port uh, to pullman why i think they're so uh, some people said that they I, we think they're doing a story on um the kid who passed away in 2019 from a hazing incident um, and so but they're like walking around grief row at night and so everybody like we had a meeting have you been told meeting, to to them yeah, they had a, we had a house meeting. And they're like, do not fucking walk outside with a goddamn drink in your hands. Don't talk to anybody. You, you shouldn't should do you. that anyway. That's how you get stopped, by God. Oh, I know. Yeah, I was like, yeah, you don't do that anyway. I know. And we were literally told we would like chug it or drop it. And I was like, oh my God. But literally, and yeah. So I'm like a little jealous of people going out, but at the same time, like, I'm not because like a really hot and sweaty environment I get really overwhelmed and if mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest I'm not trying to sound like that person but like John has a two-hour time difference and sometimes I would just rather talk to him yeah like Caitlin Kay- didn't get home till like two or three and I'm chilling right now at seven in the morning like yeah you
1: know. also two or three gross I'm sorry the latest I think I stayed at I mean I, maybe one time my big and I stayed out until like 2 a.m but I think we sat on a couch at a live out and we we're like I want to go home <laughs> Yeah,
0: it's fun for like an hour but I mean I kind of if I'm gonna be honest I'm trying to get myself out there more I'm trying to put myself out there so I didn't like so I like asked this one girl if I could come out with her and her friends tonight so we'll see if that happens but yeah. yeah she's also a tried out and we live in regions together so we've been kind of talking a little bit Nice. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. But yeah, yeah, it's pretty fun, pretty exciting. But yeah, we were told not to talk to anyone yeah. because they're going to paint you out in a bad way. So. Yeah, they will. Exactly. Uh, that's Some interesting. Trade had to, oh, sorry.
1: Oh, no, I was just saying that's interesting. Have you gone to
0: Tintans? I went last night with this girl, but I didn't get anything, so I wasn't hungry.
1: You got to get tacos from Tintans. And the oh my god, their churros are so
0: good. I want to try the hot dog place munchies. That's oh, I love
1: munchies. Place. Get the jalapeno cream cheese on it.
0: Ew. It's so good. I oh said you and then I did it, and I
1: was like, oh, you're right. You're right. You're right.
0: Yeah, maybe I'll do that tonight, but this like a really good idea. Yeah, I would recommend it. so we already we had some kid have to go to the hospital um shoot shoot, I don't even remember what house he was at but he got like I don't know I think it was I think something bad happened I think he got hazed and he got some hospital damn I know poor guy so that was one night that was like Thursday that was like was that Sunday I don't know. It was this week at some point in time. Right. But, uh, so. Ooh. yeah, so. Yeah. It, it has been an eventful week. Yeah, apparently.
1: Oh, Okay, well, thanks for listening, you guys. Um, we are getting back on track. I promise. I We say that. We say that all the time and you're probably like but we are i promise we're recording episode after this to get exactly
0: but i also like i I said a couple weeks ago the last time we posted i was like hey things might be a little crazy when i'm adjusting so you know
1: that's true we did say that but now we're recording extra episodes so we can get ahead
0: exactly so yay we're gonna be on track yeah
1: okay well thanks for listening guys um we hope you enjoyed this episode you can always send us suggestions to our email um killer crime and sister time at gmail or on our socials um it's just killer crime and sister time
0: right on insta Mm -hmm. yeah killer crime sister time dot com
1: (laughs) (laughs) so anyway yeah thanks guys okay Bye. Bye.